It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cami Carlisle. Well, good afternoon, and thank you for listening to Community Conversations. I'm Cami Carlisle, and today we have Gabe Kramer, the director of Talking Book and Braille Service in the house. How are you doing, Gabe? I'm good. How are you this morning? Fine, thank you. So tell us all about you. Are you from Nebraska? How did you get this job? Give us a little background, will you? Oh, man. Uh, I have lived my entire life in Nebraska. Uh, I was born in Lincoln, but raised in Wahoo. Oh. Uh, Graduated from Wahoo and moved back to Lincoln to go to the university. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Got my degree in broadcast journalism. Ah. And got married, and my wife and I decided to move back to Wahoo. Uh-huh. So I'm currently living there. Awesome. And we have a 12 year old daughter who's wonderful. Um, pretty soon we'll have a teenager. I'm not looking forward Whoa. to that. Right. Good luck. <laughs> And I received my master's in library science in 2017. Oh, okay. And so when did you start with uh, TBBS? Well, I started with TBBS in the fall of 2009, actually. Wow. Okay. You're a long timer there. Yes. Yes. Um, Started out at the at the bottom of the of the food chain here. Mm-hmm. I was just our uh, circulation coordinator, and I worked part time in the recording studios. Uh huh. In December of 2014, our longtime studio manager retired, mm-hmm. and I became the studio manager. And then in June of 2019, I became the director when our Previous director decided to take a job with Lincoln City Libraries. Ah, okay. Look at you working your way up. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Now you're the man. <laughs> so now you're the man. Yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes. Yes. You know what? I got to ask you, Gabe. Do you get as many calls thinking that you guys are us? Because I always get calls at work saying, hi, I, I, I need my um, book on tape. And I'm like, let me give you Gabe's phone number. You know, So what? do you get calls too with people thinking we're <clears throat> one and the same? I personally do not. Okay. However, um, our reader's advisors get a few. Yeah. <laughs> I always love it though. But I'm like, yeah, both great services. Take us both. So tell us what Talking Book in Braille is all about. What is your service all about? What do you do? Well, um, we are a state agency and we are technically part of what is called the Nebraska Library Commission. Okay. The Nebraska Library Commission as a whole is the state clearinghouse for state documents. Um, any type of state publication, be it the, the blue books that the legislature makes every year to um, handouts that health and human services might create. Oh. We have we have a copy of. Okay, I did not know that. Interesting. Um, okay. The Talking Book and Braille Service, though TBBS, we are mm-hmm. a division within the larger Nebraska Library Commission. 
Okay. Um, including myself, we are a staff of nine people. Mm-hmm. Um, we were first established in 1952. Wow. In Nebraska? Or in, the Nebraska. Okay. in Nebraska. Got it. Um, and we are the state of Nebraska's um, cooperating library, I guess, for the National Talking Book Service. Got it. Okay. Um, the The National Library Service was actually started 90 or 91 years ago. Wow. Um it was either 1931 or 1932. Okay. Um, and we did not come into play until 1952 here in Nebraska. But we started out as just audio only. Hmm. Braille came a little bit later. I don't have an exact date on that, but a little bit later. Um, but we are essentially the library for the blind and visually impaired within the state of Nebraska. Okay. And you guys loan out, let's see, audiobooks, Braille, magazines, playback equipment. What else? What all goodness do you guys have down there? Okay. We, well, again, have the digital talking book machines, mm-hmm. which play our digital talking books, which are the cartridges. Right. We have a very small children's Braille collection uh, in-house. Okay. We also can get you set up for the Braille e-readers. However, we do not have those Um, Mm in-house. For patrons that would like to use the Braille e-readers, they will actually be receiving those from the state of Utah. Oh, all right. That's where Um, they live. I'm just guessing that's where they're stored. or That is correct. And that is also where 99% of the adult Braille is stored also. The, the physical paper Braille. Um, Interesting. It, it just comes down to space limitations. Sure. We Utah. Have, yeah, Utah has a very, they've got a lot of land and a lot of space yep. to store it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So tell me about these books. You know, when I think of library, I often, well, we can do everything online now. But in the old days, I'd walk up to the Benson Library. I'm a fiction fan. So do your books run the same gamut as a typical library? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, Fiction, nonfiction, any genre you can think of, any topic, any subject you can think of. I will admit we don't have as many books as Mm -hmm. your typical library. but we have enough that you're never going to run out. <laughs> nice. So um, like, say that, you know, like say like you're looking for a particular title and TBBS down in Lincoln doesn't have it. Can you get it from somewhere else or how does that work? So starting back in 2018, October of 2018 to be exact, okay. we switched from having what I like to call physical copies of books in-house. If you can imagine your typical library with stacks of books. Right. We had stacks full of cartridges. Each cartridge had one book per title on it. If you wanted Mm. the great Gatsby, it was on a cartridge. If you wanted 
the Lord of the Rings. It was on another cartridge. Got it. In October of 2018, we switched to what we call duplication on demand. Okay. Basically, this is a cloud-based service that is ran by the National Library Service in Washington, D.C. And we now have an infinite number of copies of books. And each cartridge is made especially for you. Oh, I love that. So if you want... Uh, a Stephen King novel and a Grisham novel and a Kerouac book. We can create a cartridge with those titles specifically for you. We'll put it in the mail and send it to you free of charge. Now that Um, is service. Yes. Yes. Um, So previous prior to 2018, you know, we had a finite copy allotment of books you know again i always use the great gatsby i don't know why but that's the first book that comes in my head <laughs> that works we all know that story <laughs> yeah but but if you wanted gatsby we might have five copies of the book uh-huh if those copies were all checked out you got put on a waiting list okay now we have an infinite number of copies um, so do they get the to keep do they get to keep the copies then or um so Keep it for all time, no. Okay. Um, you will not get a new cartridge full of books until you return the previous cartridge. And then you will get another one made especially for you based on your um, request list. Wow, that's still pretty cool. I mean, that's yes. really awesome. So and, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the cartridges are four gigabytes. Okay. Wow. So they can, they can have four gigabytes worth of books. So if, if if you want children's books, you could probably get five or 800 titles on there. Right. (laughs) Adult books. I've seen as many as 20 titles on a cartridge. And I'm sure you could probably fit more than that, depending on the length again. Now that's amazing. I mean, that's really cool. I don't even know what the limit is anymore at regular libraries, but that sounds like right up my alley. Give me all the books now. (laughs) So tell me, how are people, how are they eligible to participate, to get into this? What's the requirements? Well, I'm going to read to you the, the fine print on our application. Okay. And it says the people are eligible for service if they are residents of the United States. Mm-hmm. including territories and the District of Columbia okay. and American citizens living abroad, provided okay. they meet one of the following criteria. Okay. A, an individual who is blind or has a visual impairment that makes them unable to comfortably read print books. Sure. B, an individual who has a perceptual or reading disability. C, an individual who has a physical disability that makes it hard to hold or manipulate a book okay. or to focus or move the eyes as needed to read a print book. Okay. If you fit into any of those three criteria, you qualify for our service. Oh, that's amazing. So one thing that I really like to promote is mm-hmm. the unable to hold or manipulate a book because a lot of people just believe that we're the library for the blind and visually impaired. Right. But we're not. If you have a physical handicap that um, does not allow you to read regular print, you also qualify for our service. That is good to know. And I like it that you said that 
I mean, I don't even know if this qualifies, but my mom is 82. She's an avid reader, but she can no longer hold those books in her hands, right? Yes. So would somebody like her qualify? I mean, she loves to read, but she can't, her hands don't work. So yes, absolutely would qualify for our service. Um, We we do ask for what is called a certifying authority. Okay. That is a signature that, that can be, we really love when it's a doctor, but it doesn't have to be a doctor. It can be an optometrist, ophthalmologist, psychologist, psychiatrist, social worker. Um, if it's a student, it can be a teacher. It can be a principal, um, okay. a librarian. If they are an actual librarian, meaning they have an MLS degree, it, okay. just because you work at a library right, does not technically make you a librarian. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, that's cool. That's a wide swath of people. I mean, that's yes. big. And I didn't even know that last part. So that's amazing. So what about like facilities and schools? Can they apply to be a part of your, of the library and everything? Absolutely. Facilities, uh, very simple application. It's it's basically the same application as the individual application um, with, okay. with just a, a few tweaks to it. Um, the only requirement is that someone living within that facility must qualify for the service. Ah, okay. Got it. And usually in a nursing home, there is at <laughs> least one person living there that will qualify for our service. Right. Now, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes we'll take radios to facilities and sometimes they'll want them like in the activity room or the lunch room. And then, of course, individuals have them in their room. Is that how that works for you all? Do you sometimes get requests like, can we get a books on tape for our activity room? Does that, that happen? Precisely how it works. Yes. Okay. And in fact, I would venture to guess that the vast majority of of machines that we send to facilities are not to the individual, but to the facility itself to keep in their uh, common area. Yeah. I love that. So then everybody can get together and listen to the book. That's correct. Whether or not they qualify for the service or not. Again, there's just the stipulation that one person in the entire facility, which again, I think that's a pretty safe bet that there's at least one person there. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So remind me, is there a cost to this at all for anybody? It is completely free of charge. Um, There's no cost to sign up to the service. There is no postage to send materials. That that includes the machines and the cartridges or the Braille, if you're a Braille reader. It is all free. Your tax money is paying for it. Good. I like that. I'm happy to pay for that. Now, when you get an application, whether it's from an individual or facility, and what happens next? You get the application, Um, and then do they make, do you accept them first and then they get to make their request, or what happens? Well, actually, can can I go back and talk about schools? Of course, please. Schools are a little bit different than facilities. Um. So a facility, they sign up for the service and they can keep that machine in perpetuity. Sure. When a school signs up to use our service, Mm -hmm. they have two applications they have to fill out. They have the school. Sorry, my phone's ringing. You're fine. (laughs) We'll stop that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
they have the school application they have to fill out. Okay. Which is similar to the facility application. Mm -hmm. Then they have another application they have to fill out where they must list the students that will be using the equipment. Got it. Um, The students are not allowed to take those machines home. They must stay at the school. And when the school year is over, the school must return those machines to us and start the process in the fall all over again. So what I really like to stress to schools Mm -hmm. is we are more than happy to send materials to the school, but even better yet, get those individual students signed up for our service. Yes. Because then they can take their machines home. They can keep them for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. um, And they don't have to return them. Wow. So does that happen a lot with schools? Then, once you give them that information, then do they say, aha, let me get my kids signed up for this? Um, actually, no. <laughs> it's a work in progress, right? Yes, that's a work in progress. Um, there's still a stigma attached, I think, to some parents where they see that their kids could use a little extra help. Sure. And they just don't, they don't want to have that attached to their children. Hmm. Um, I think it's a shame, but it's still there. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but we're working on it and, you know, we are lucky that we have the school for the blind here in Nebraska. Yes, we are. So the vast majority of students that qualify for a service are, are there. Okay. Um, we don't have a lot of kids that are uh, that qualify for our service, at least that are, are visually impaired and or blind that are in the regular public school system, at least that we know of here. There may be some that we just don't know about. Sure. Um, but if you have a reading disability, you also qualify for our service. Oh, and there are thousands of students yep. with reading disabilities and I hear um, it's getting worse. Yes, it is. Yes. So this is a good thing. So that is on a national level, mm-hmm. probably the number one uh, patron, if you will, or potential patron that the National Library Service is trying to promote are those school-aged children with reading disabilities. Ah. Not so much those that are blind or, or are visually impaired. Sure. But those that have reading disabilities. So let me ask, when you give these um, the players to the schools, do you guys then offer readings of their school materials and their textbooks? Um, we do through a company called, I believe it's called Learning Ally. Um, okay. We don't deal with them directly. We deal with them oh, very indirectly. Cool. The okay. schools do. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, but we do not have textbooks in-house, though. Okay. Um, now, if it, it's an English class and they need a copy of Lord of the Flies, yes, okay. you can get that from us. That's not a problem. But right. if they need, you know, a math textbook, yes, they will have to go through this other company, which, again, it's all free of charge, but mm-hmm. they specialize in, in school textbooks. That's so interesting. We do a listening link for college students. So we read college textbooks 
And the gal that's doing it now is working on robotics. And so to me, it's a foreign language. But yeah, yeah so I just love that that you and us, I mean, we can, there's such a wide variety of people can use these services. So I got to think that some of these people are like me and want to read everything that's out there. How many things can you check out at once? Whether it's a magazine book or Braille? Um, All of it? That's yes. Uh, that, that it's fluid. <laughs> it depends um, probably. When we like to cap and we think of things more on the, the physical material. So in this case, it's cartridges as opposed to book titles. Sure, that's because right. You can okay. fit multiple titles on a cartridge. Um, sure. You can fit, or we've already talked about that. Um, we like to limit you to three cartridges at a time checked out. Okay. Um we do have some power readers that have been with us for decades, but we do allow a few more at a time, but mostly it's three at a time. Magazines, it's it's a few more. I believe it's seven at a time because okay. magazines just come out so frequently. Right. Um, we so do how does that, that work? Limit. Does somebody read that magazine front to back? Yeah. Yeah. Just everything in it. But not the advertisements. Okay, good. Yes. Uh, we, we actually legally are not allowed to send the recorded advertisements through the postal service for free. If uh-huh. we read the advertisements, we'd have to pay postage. I see. <laughs> yeah, that postal service will get you, huh? Yes, yes. Oh, my. Okay. Um, now, you asked about the turnaround time for applications. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You will be contacted within three business days of us receiving your application. Okay. That initial phone call will be checking to make sure everything on the application is correct. Okay. You know, specifically name, address, phone number. Those are the three big, big ones. Then we will go through your likes and dislikes, authors, genres. Um, Some people don't want long, lengthy books. They only want books that are, say, less than five hours long. some people don't want swear words. They don't want sex or violence. So we, we can we can really um, tailor to your personal interests. That's nice. Yeah. Um, after that phone call, assuming everything goes smoothly, we will put the machine and your first batch of books in the mail. And however long it takes for the mail to get to you is when you will receive it. That is excellent. Now, when you send that, are there directions on how to use the player and all that good stuff? Yes, there are. Okay. There are. uh, There are directions included. You can always call our readers advisors if you want as well. Um, They're more than more than willing to help you set things up. But our machine is really it's pretty much plug and play. Uh, Yeah, nice. You put the cartridge in and hit play and it will play. Perfect. If, if you really want to dig a little bit deeper and, you know, say you're reading a magazine and don't want to listen to certain articles, you can skip in between, you know, Good. skip from article, nice. article, uh-huh. article. But the vast majority of our patrons read books and books. You're just going to start from the beginning and listen until the end. Yep. Yep. And if Perfect. that's all you're doing, you hit play, you hit stop. And that's all you need to know how to do. That's awesome. So we have about five minutes left. I do sure. want to ask you, what is BARD and how does somebody access it? 
BARD is the Braille and Audio Reading Download. Oh, okay. Um, it is a website that allows you access to our entire book collection in audio format mm-hmm. at your fingertips, essentially. Nice. Um, you can get some Braille. Mm-hmm. In digital Braille, there is more being added every day, but the vast majority of, of materials on there are in audio format. Okay. And there are magazines. However, those magazines that are on BARD are limited to the um, what we call the national magazines. So the, essentially, they're the magazines that the local states are not recording themselves. Sure. They're yeah. the magazines that the National Library Service has recorded. Got it. Um, and those tend to be your your bigger magazines, uh, People Magazine, Sports Illustrated, things like that. Not the Nebraska Farmer. <laughs> Got it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, they come to us for that. Exactly. <laughs> and there is also an app for both okay. iOS and Android, the Bard Bard Mobile app. Okay. Um, it has just been revamped. It is amazing now. It, it was always good before, but it is really good now. Um, again, you have access to anything on Bard. Is at your fingertips through the Bard mobile app as well. Um, and if you have a Windows-based computer, there is something called Bard Express. Oh, okay. What is that? Bard Express allows you to download books to your PC to listen to on your computer, or you can transfer to a cartridge. We can give you a blank cartridge Uh to listen in your talking book machine. Oh, okay. Um, But that is only Windows-based. Bard Express is. If you have an Apple, you know, it's weird because a lot of people in the visually impaired community prefer iOS device, handheld devices over Android. Really? Why is that? Um, The voiceover works better. (laughs) The voiceover feature than it does in Android devices. However, Bard Express, you have to have a Windows computer. You cannot have an Apple computer. (laughs) My geez, it's always yes. something. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's always something. Yeah. Well, you offer so many wonderful things that a lot of people can access. Is there an actual physical space that people can come and check things out, or is it all just online? Well, um, we are not a browsing library okay. as far as the talking books portion is. Now, okay. if you wanted state documents, which again are not in a, <laughs> a right. accessible format, those are in print, okay. but the Nebraska Library Commission is a public library. Okay. Uh, we are open eight to five, Monday through Friday. We're located in the Atria building at 1200 N Street, N is in Nancy, okay. in Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay. Excellent. And then what about a website where everybody can go and apply or just your website? Sure. It is NLC. So N as in Nebraska, L as in library, C as commission, dot state, dot N-E dot U-S. So NLC dot state dot N-E dot U-S. That is correct. 
Okay, and a phone number where we can all call you and harass you? Yes, four seven. Well, four zero two. Excellent. Well, Gabe, it's been a pleasure talking to you and we could talk a lot more. I love libraries and I love everything that you are all doing. So thank you for all of your hard work. I know our listeners will appreciate this. And I have a feeling a lot of our listeners know about you. But for those of you that don't, TBBS is where it's at. Gabe, thanks again for joining us today on Community Conversations. I'm Cammie Carlisle. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.